For the Honorable J.P. Brown. Welcome to Fathers and Family Court. I am your host, J.P. Brown. I'd like to take this time to welcome back all of our return listeners, as well as give a first-time welcome to all of our first-time listeners. Now, if you are a first-time listener of this podcast, this is a podcast where we talk about fathers' rights, parental alienation, as well as the effects of the $50 billion a year business known to us all as Family Court. Now, in season two and season three of Fathers and Family Court, we've been talking to dads all across the country, um, covering most of the states, and we've been discovering we all have something very similar in common. We're having a very hard time being in our children's lives when the state gets involved. And so that's what we've been talking about. And we've been sharing about how, how much our, our situations are similar. Um, we've been finding common grounds. Um, and we've been all just coming together and noticing that we're a pretty large community. For them to bring in $50 billion a year, that's with a B, uh, it, a lot of people have to be involved. We are a large community of people who are getting taken to the house when it comes to seeing our children as soon as the state gets involved. Okay. With that being said, today we have a very, very, very important uh, podcast to get through. I know normally we run guests on the show in season two and season three, and today we won't be doing that. Today, I'm going to take this thing solo, and we'll be talking about Chad Reed. Uh, we lost one of our soldiers. We lost a member of our community. We lost one of the fathers fighting, standing next to us. We lost one of the men hand in hand with us in the walk to move this needle forward. And that's important. We need to take a day. This podcast here needs to take just one second and just change things up for a minute. We need just one podcast here dedicated to Chad Reed. I'm going to go ahead and um, dedicate a moment of silence to Chad Reed. Now let's get into just what happened November 5th, 2021, shortly after 3.15 p.m. I'm going to have to play some audio. As you know, this is an audio-only podcast. But we're going to play some audio, and I'll let you know what's going on. I'll play-by-play the shit. And what we're going to do is we're going to dissect this whole thing. You're going to get to hear it, and I'm going to give you the whole play-by-play. Jim Brandstatter style. So that's how that's this is how we're gonna roll with this one. Now, I don't want to play anyone losing their life on this podcast, but right now 
for what we're doing. And I thought about this for as many days as I've seen the video. Do I want to play this audio? And I'm going to go ahead and we're going to play it because we're going to get through it. And this is one of our men. This is one of our men. This story should move anyone listening to this podcast throughout throughout the time. This story is specifically put out there to get to ears of folks like Chad Reed. We let dads come on here and talk to prevent this type of thing from happening. We in hopes that maybe a dad can hear another dad on here talking about keeping his cool and keeping his composure or hear another dad maybe in hopes that this gets to you know crosses paths with the killer in this instance on accident on his news feed or maybe this gets a, a podcast like this with awareness to this type of topic gets sent to the manipulator master manipulator of the whole situation before, and then it, and it's all stopped. So let's get into it. What we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and press play on this. So what we need to know about this is uh, you'll be able to tell whose voice is who. You'll obviously hear one person. Now, dads, we're all, we know we know a man in distress for his child when we hear one. So we'll identify his voice right away because we'll understand it. The other people, they not really, they're not really there. You'll be able to tell. You'll be able to tell. So, but I'll play by play this Joker nice and good for you guys. And I'm sure everybody's seen the video. And then just in case you haven't, you're going to go watch it after. Or I would advise you to even, you could pause it and go watch it now. Whatever the hell. Just come on back and we'll get through this thing. But we're going to play it. Let's get to it. So, really quickly, what we need to know here, Chad Reed is supposed to be there at 3.15 to pick his son up, apparently. He's already, well, you'll hear here, he already has called the police and he has them sent to the mom's house. He just wants to see his kids. 3.15, it's past the time throughout the He's looking at his watch and mentions the time numerous amounts of time. Now, what we don't know is what his court order was. Was he only supposed to see him for the weekend? Did he have plans with him? We don't know necessarily what. So a lot of people saying he's hostile and whatnot. So let's get into it. But so mind you, he's supposed to be there at 315 to pick his son up. He hasn't has his son. It must be past 315 because he seems like his energy says it's past 315. Where is my son? Time's up. Your time is up. So let's let's take a listen. The first thing you'll be able to hear is him saying he just wants his son. So let's get into it. I'll turn the volume up on this a little bit. Let's get into this. Country music playing because they're in the truck jamming the country music. I'll go get him. I'm supposed to have him at 315. 
playing games telling me that I can pick him up at six, I'm going to have to pass. I already got the pump on the way to your mom's house. So, let's go ahead and run that back a little bit. He's mentioning times here, okay? So he's saying, listen, there is country music playing in the back, but that's because this is from the truck. This is They're the only ones, they had their windows down in the truck where he was apparently driving before he gets ready to get maliciously gunned the fuck down here. Uh, like he's a criminal when he's here to pick up his child. Uh, so he has court ordered papers. Uh, it, I'm guessing this is where he picks his kids up. I, I'm not really sure. We don't know the details of why he's at this p particular location. We just know that it's past 315 and he does not have his son. His son isn't there. And he is looking for his son. He didn't come to chat with these people, apparently, because we've just heard him talking about his son. Uh, so he didn't come to hang out with them. He's not coming to, uh, he's not bearing weapon. I do want to say that as well. He's wearing white shoes, blue jeans. He's wearing a Pistons teal color uh, long sleeve shirt. This is in Lubbock, Texas, okay? Uh, so it's November in Texas. They don't need to wear coats down there just right now. So um, he's not bearing any weapon. I want to mind you, Chad Reed's 54 years old. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, I guess he could go to Planet Fitness every day, but I just want to say this. <laughs> he doesn't, I, 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 I would, if I took the over under on, how many reps he could do with 225 on the bench at one and a half, I'll go ahead and take the under. So he doesn't necessarily strike me as a mat. You know what I mean? As, a, as, a, as, a, you know, he's just a dad, man. <laughs> like he's just a regular guy, man. Nothing really threatening about him really to me. I, that's me. He doesn't really look threatening to me. I understand he's at his angriest right now. And I still don't necessarily take, I don't, I don't even take, I, from what I'm hearing, this does, it's just, it doesn't really sound too threatening. So let's hear it again. He said, I'll go get him. I'm supposed to have him at 315. And he looks at his watch. Now, off, off into the distance. So we've got, here's what we have. We have a. Teal house, as weird as that is. <laughs> uh, we got some chickens clucking in the back, but we got a te We got, we got the boyfriend, the shooter, on the porch. We got Chad. The boyfriend's name is William Kyle Karuth. Okay, so Kyle Karuth is standing on the porch. The shooter, the boyfriend, and Chad is standing. He's, he is still standing, he's standing in their front yard, I mean, but he's not within arm's reach of either of them at this point, right now he's, and the, the, the baby mom is really, she's like, she's not on the porch, she's not like where people would normally walk, she's off on the side of the porch at a very strange distance, like she's off from the, the, the distance, like she's distancing herself from some shit. Okay, she's not like anywhere within range of anything that can go wrong. She's like a very safe distance and she maintains this safe distance 
this entire exchange. She never fucking moves from this one spot. She's glued to this one very spot. She does not move. I want to say that. Okay. So, he's just told my mans he just wants his son. And my mans, he said something else to him that we couldn't hear. The dude told him to get off his property. But... We believe he has a court order that tells him to be at this fucking very property to pick his child up. We as fathers who have been in the children, we're in the child fucking family court system. We fully understand that we have actually the right to be wherever the court paper tells us to be at the designated time. Now, if he still doesn't have his son at that time. I, I guess, I guess, like, we don't know. He could have just went way off the rails here, supposed to meet at the police station. They didn't show up, so he just went over there. We don't know exactly. I don't know exactly. I haven't delved that much into it exactly, because every time I look at it a little bit, I fucking get angry. So, listen, here's what we're going to do. He's getting ready to tell her, I'm supposed to have my son at 3.15. You're fucking playing games, ma'am. Where's my kid? Let's hear it. I'll go get him. I'm supposed to have him at 3.15. You're playing games telling me that I can pick him up at 6? 6. I already got the pump on the way to your mom's Here we go. And you're playing games telling me that I can pick him up at 6? So wait a minute. The judge say 315. But you all over here say 6. What? Bro. We don't know. And then again, we don't know. Does he get him every week? Because that could make her angry. If this happens every week, this could make her angry. Does this happen once? A, was this once every other week? Is this... Like, is this, and this is why I say, man, the less exchanges, the better, because this type of shit, you know what I mean? But like, but like, look, like, we don't understand what he's doing there. We understand what he's doing there, but we don't we necessarily know where, where his court papers tell him to be. I don't, not, some folks might, I understand folks have been getting into this really bad. They've been, not bad, but like, they've been getting into it. They've been getting into it deep. So, I understand. Uh, but listen, here we go. He says this next. I've already called the cops here on the way to your mother's. And she says, Oh, why would you call the cops to go to my mom's? Because that's probably where he is. This is exactly what he says, word for word. He said, I get him at 315. And she looked at this man. She came, her eye contact with him in this is very rare. Because she probably knows some shit on the floor. But we'll get to that. Again, she's keeping this very strange distance. She's, you know what I mean? It's really weird. And I guess a person could say she was afraid of this guy or if she wanted to play that. But like, 
If that's the case, then why the fuck are you standing outside with this dude? And why is you not next to your mans? If you scared, why is you over there by the bush? Like, you way, you way farther away from where, where your safety net should be. So you say you go with this man, but you feel like the safest place is to be across the yard by a bush. Or even off the way by a bush. If the door, you not by the door though. You like off. You off. Oh, I, I don't understand. I mean, we all don't understand. He could have pulled up and that person was already over there. So I'm just running through the whole scenario for you guys to understand. But right now in the scene, we still have this video a shot from the truck. We still have Chad Reed standing at the damn right in at, on the patio. And we got the, the baby mom off to the side. Still looking real suspect. Let's go and go ahead and play it some more. I get it at 315. I don't care if you want to see him or not. I get it at 315. If you want to see him, you see him up until 315. You keep trying to keep my son from me. I'm fixing to drag you and Anne-Marie and everybody else in the court. I'm subpoenaing your mom. Okay. We'll pull it back there a little bit in a second. So. Here we go. Let's delve into this again. Now he's getting ready to get into. Well, let's hear it one more time here. Else in the court. I'm subpoenaing Anne Marie. You keep trying to keep my son from me. I'm fixing to drag you and Anne Marie and everybody else in the court. I'm subpoenaing your mom. I'm subpoenaing I'm Anne Marie. Okay. Here we go. Now he gets to chirping about what he finna do. You know what I mean? And while he's in the midst of doing that, he gives us something very, very vital. He gives us something golden. I guess it is bad that he chirping about what he finna do, this, that, and the third. But in the midst of it, he almost saves himself on accident because he doesn't even understand what's finna go down at the very moment he's saying that. Uh, he's saying he's about to take all these people to court and he's naming these people. He says, I'm a, he said, I'm a subpoena you. I'm a subpoena your mom. He's naming all the people that's helping steal his fucking kid and helping this person do it. I'm a, I'm a subpoena you. I'm a subpoena your mom, your mom. I'm a subpoena Anne Marie, which I know the name because I got a, I have someone in my family named Anne Marie, so I'm very fucking I'm um I name hit whoop caught my attention. I was like, why did he say that random name? And then because he pointed to the house when he said Anne Marie, he got the point. And and then he turned and realized Kyle's coming back out of the door and he's getting ready to point at him too. And he was getting ready to say, I'm going to subpoena you too. But just as he's getting ready to do it, I just want you to remember the name Anne-Marie, please. Remember the name Anne-Marie. Mom, I'm subpoenaing Anne-Marie. Anne yeah, I'm going to video. Please, Okay, here we go. I think he said Anne Marie again, did he? The court. I'm subpoenaing your mom. I'm subpoenaing I'm Anne Marie. He's on video. I'm very. Yeah, I'm please do it right here. Yeah. 
So if you heard, he said, I'm glad this is on video. Let's hear it again. I'm glad this is on video. Okay. At this very moment, he says, I'm glad this is on video. He's walking out with what I have, uh, what has been said to be a fucking AR-19. Uh, shooting 19 rounds a second. Okay. Um, it's black, uh, obviously long like AR, and, uh, at this very moment, uh, this is the only time it looks like Chad, now Chad, probably wishing that they would go in and come out with his son, instead this guy comes out with a fucking rifle. Chad obviously isn't armed here, so he's doing the wrong thing. He's getting ready to engage. He gets right in his face. He he walks he's he walks towards it. Now this is the part that we need to understand. He's getting ready to walk towards him. So understand I'm saying that now. He's walking towards him a little bit. Um but hey Chad's not really here to say. Once he saw the gun, perhaps close range was a little more uh, safe. If you have somebody with the long barrel weapon and they're f uh, farther from you, you know what I mean? I hate to say it, but the chances of them hitting you is a little... You know what I mean? You guys are chest to chest. It's a little tougher to pop somebody with a long-range barrel gun. Wow. You guys are chest to chest. I know it can be done, but it's just a little tougher, uh, you, you know, why you chest to chest. Now, Chad could have been thinking that. We don't know because he's not here, but let's play it. Okay, here we go. Call 911. Call 911. Here we go. We're going to have to pull that back, okay? So you heard what he said. All right. He obviously, he doesn't have his kid still in his hands. He's been at this place for maybe how fucking however minutes too long. He doesn't want to be there, all right? Now, Chad Reed is definitely around. He's, he might be six feet. He might be six one. He might be six feet. All right. But again, man, I'm looking at this guy. I could tell from his build, from this gritty cell phone footage. He's not. He doesn't. He doesn't do leg days. Even if he did go to Planet Fitness, he's not dangerous physically. I can look at him and just tell. Not saying he couldn't. You know what I mean? Go hunting on the weekend or something. But I'm just saying, man. In a small room, you and him, it's not like you know what I mean. Also, he's 54. He's just a dad. If he wasn't preparing for a damn standoff, 
He didn't come trained to disarm no man from with no weapon. He wakes up every day, probably goes to work and worries about being a dad. And lately he's been fighting this stupid ass court case where the state's making him fight to be a dad where he should already have his kids. So he's a little upset because the state, same state that did that, they also don't give him anyone to talk to about this. They don't give him anyone to talk to about it. They send him out there on his own and just tell him, fend for yourself, bud. Hope you do all right. That's what happens. I'm sure he's complained about these, this part, these, this, he's complained in court before and we'll get to that. I'm sure he has. I don't know for a fact. I don't know, but I'm sure he's complained. I'm sure some of his complaints have come out of his mouth before. Whatever judge he has won't get a chance to hear his next complaint because he got smoked right here on the porch here coming up next. And it's crazy because this dad didn't fucking get the opportunity to come on this podcast and tell his damn story. He didn't get the opportunity to damn see his son that day. He didn't get the opportunity to damn get a drink of water. Nothing. But we'll get into that, man, because it just... Oh, makes me so angry, man, because I wish so bad I could just be talking to this guy on this podcast, just like how we have a guest on here, and we're just chopping it up, talking about what happened in his story. But I, we won't have the opportunity to have that conversation. And it makes me angry. Why? Because, bro, listen, and right now these two are chest to chest. Chad Reed has walked right up to Kyle Carruth. Kyle Carruth does have the weapon, but as I described before, it's a tad bit tough to even put an AR of this size, a rifle of this size, on somebody when they are this close to you. They are entirely too close for you to get your, and that's what I'm saying, see? He went inside and came back outside with a brand new AR-19? You mean... And I want to say this too. This Kyle, this Kyle, this William Kyle Carruth is, uh, from what I've been reading, from what I've been reading, he is a Lubbock, he's part of the Lubbock Second Amendment Coalition. So I guess it's like a guns rights something or something. I don't know. And I'm not, you know, I'm, hey, tote your hammer or whatever you want to do. I'm whatever. You want to tote the hammer? Tote. I'm, what do you? But, what I'm saying is, it seemed like when you went to the case, you came out with a weapon. You know, you went and selected a weapon that maybe you would have selected if the other party you was shooting at had a weapon too. Or at least was like real physical or physical threat. Uh, I'm not seeing. It seemed like someone in a gun group would have something different for this occasion. Revolvers, semi-automatic, something, 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 you know? Something handheld. Because here it is. They face to face and Kyle's standing here with this AR, right? So, but I understand. I don't know his stance either. Maybe he felt like, but... I do know we have a truck angle of the video and we have a inside the house angle of the video. And inside the house, somebody started recording. And it feels like 
The only start recording from one time when he came back out with the hammer. Unless it was edited, which is highly likely as well. That's highly likely. Because their video didn't start only but one place. And you know they had to have video rolling in between of them talking and chattering in the house and stuff. You know what I mean? As it was going on, they had to have. They probably chopped it. But like, let's get into this. They face-to-face dog come out with an assault rifle, not a, not, not, not a pistol. So... If you remember what he said last, they're face to face, the gun's out, he's angry. Now, mind you, this Chad Reed hasn't picked his hands up from his sides one time, man. Ain't picked his hands up since the gun came out. He yelled at him and told him he'd take it and all that other shit, but he never picked his hands up. Never. His hands stayed glued to his side. He was angry, and he was letting this little motherfucker know, I'm angry. It ain't nothing about being short. I'm only five, nine and a half. Ain't nothing against being short. It's all about how you do it. As if, I tell you right now, this right here ain't had to happen. This ain't had to happen, but let's get into it. What do he say to him? This is what started it. This is what made him lose his life. Okay? So. He says, where's my son? He's just, he's just reaching out to this man to man. Bro, where's my son? And my, and dog smirks at him. Dog smirks at him. And actually, as as soon as he's touching him, it turn and then okay, look. Kyle smirks at him after he says, "Where's my son?" This, and then at the same time, nobody talks about this, but Kyle is also stepping on Chad's shoe. Chad does not open his hand. His hand is not open. He just takes the bottom of his wrist. I can see because I'm looking at skin on skin. He takes the bottom of his wrist, the back of his wrist, the top of his wrist, and pushes up the hand that's holding the bottom. Like, you know, he's holding the bottom of the AR, not the trigger finger, but the other one. He pushes it up off of his wrist because the whole time the barrel of the gun has been resting on Chad's arm throughout the whole altercation. Once his son shit comes up, he probably gets a little more infuriated. He just wants to see his fucking kid. We all understand. We've all been there. We've had these conversations with multiple, multiple dads on this here podcast. So that's what I'm saying. We should understand what that did to him. At that point in time, just made him more mad. Gun or no gun. Also, the way he walked right over the dog... He either felt safer over there, closer, with this long barrel gun, or he real life, I could for sure tell this was the first time this Kyle pulled the gun out. And shit, them for sure had been reaching there between them two before they done had words, or like, you know, 
he's just angry that he, he it was him. You know what I mean? Because, I mean, I don't know how old this Kyle Karuf is, but he looked a little on the younger side. Could be wrong. Like, he could be just for men in it. I don't know. You know what I mean? I ain't judging the hair or none. You know what I mean? Do you? If he's if he's 54 too, Kyle, fucking, he did, you know what I mean? Keep keep working out, damn, drinking drinking water. But I tell you this, brother, if if, if this couldn't possibly, this here couldn't, this, all right, listen, this man is saying, this man is saying, all right, hold on, because I'm noticing some other elements here to this, to this. All right, so right now at this steel shot, he's got a full grin on him, all right? So let's roll it. There's no reason this old, he needed this hammer for this old man. Call man, one one. Call man, one Here we go. All right. Now, he nudges him over the top, and you just hear a warning shot fired. Bro, you just went in the house and grabbed the hammer for somebody who's loaded than you. And I'm not going to lie. You should know he might be slow. He might be, might be slower. Could be. I mean, at this point, we go on to see what, where, we, you know what I mean? But he could be slower. There's no reason to necessarily feel threatened by Chad at this point other than he's angry about his son. When you guys were nose to nose, he told him straight up, where's my son? Now, again, judging off of just what we can see on the surface, Kyle looks a lot he looks younger, maybe in his 40s, and where Chad is 54. Only thing he has is he's a little taller. But other than that, there's later shots of Kyle where you can see, dog, you know what I mean? He, he's thin. He's, he's, he's a little he's smaller. But there's no reason to be, there shouldn't be this much physical fear to have to go out and grab the biggest gun on the shelf in this instance. It seems like it should call for a different hammer for such an experienced gun toter. All right, let's get into it. He just shot a warning shot at his feet after he nudged him. But he had a smirk just seconds before he let the shot off. Now, I ain't going to lie. The second I had seen that gun and all, I ain't, I ain't rushing. I'm not rushing this dude with no hammer. But again... Let's get into this for a split second. I, I, I've, I'm come from a culture where I, it ain't even that. Fuck that. I turn on my TV. I live in an atmosphere where I turn on the news and it's no mornings without shootings. No mornings. So what if. That's not this type of environment. You know what I mean? What if that's just not how he was raised or how he was thinking? Or what if this is his first time in this instance where a gun is even like pulled out to a scene specifically for him? You know what I mean? And it's not like the gun came into a scene on the dude's hip. You know what I mean? He came back out. You know what I mean? You know, with a holstered hammer, he came out with a full new brand new hammer that he wanted to try out brand new hammer i mean i i don't know if it's brand new but i read that it was a it's brand new so but fucking we won't just say it's brand new 
We'll just say he got a big ass gun out the crib instead of just grabbing a little pistol. You know what I mean? I know this dude had a pistol in there. If you had that in there, you had a pistol. Why didn't you just grab a fucking pistol? But whatever, you grabbed a gun that you're that you could be precise with. Uh, but whatever, you could be precise with any hammer. Uh, let's get back into it. So he just fired the warning shot. They exchanged like two more words. Chad's adrenaline is probably fucking rushing. Again, he fired the warning shot at his feet because really, I mean, he has a long barrel weapon. You know what I mean? So like he fired the warning shot at his feet. He took a step back, fired the warning shot at his feet. Now, Chad has just grabbed him. I mean, I, 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 I'm not a lawyer, but I was a damn good fucking wrestler. And I'm looking at this wrestling shit that's going on right now because this isn't this isn't law. This is this is it is law because law is involved. But right now, this is wrestling. He's finna. Yeah, he, he's just administered. Uh, he's just administered what looks to be an underhook on one of his arms, and he's getting ready to fucking swing him on by. And folks say he threw him. He kind of did. Let's let's go ahead and listen here. So, we've just heard Chad Reed lose his fucking life. This is terrible, man. This is absolutely terrible. Because this human being could be, he just showed up to see his son. Now, I want to explain what just happened. Kyle... Basically slung him off the porch. Uh, I'm sorry. Chad pretty much slung him off the porch. All right. Now, the way he threw him, it was not. I'm trying to explain the best way I can. Okay. Now, I'm involved in football heavily. I'm involved in fucking I was involved in, you know what I mean, wrestling, jujitsu. I love it all. I, I had a coach who was a, she was in judo. Okay, I'm huge. In, I, I, it's 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 cool to me. There's a lot of throwing and a lot of tossing. That kind's kind of it's like wrestling is involved. This toss here, it was it. He didn't throw him to the ground. He didn't pop a hip in there. It was nothing there. It was a, it was like a just. And next, what he does is he stands still. Chad stands still. He tosses him away off his, off of his own porch, forcing Kyle to be facing him. Now he's facing him. Now, Chad is standing in between Kyle and his own house. So, now that Chad has thrown Kyle from the porch, there is a safe distance. They're well within arm's reach now. From the truck camera, you can't really see Chad in the camera. He's not in the camera shot because whoever had the camera... 
they weren't thinking fully for court. They thought, let me only just get the shooter. And that's not a terrible thought. Because who's thinking, let me get every single scene I cannot know. It happened all so fast. No one anticipated. And they only pulled up just so that they could get, you know what I mean? Get the kid. That's it. That's all they came for. They didn't come for any money. They didn't come to loot your house. They didn't come to sell you products you didn't want. They didn't come to look around to come take stuff from you later. They didn't come to take tires off your car. They didn't come to take one of those chickens I heard clucking in the back. They didn't come to do anything except for to get their property. That's all they came for. Now, when they were face to face right before he right right when he said, I just want my son. Where's my son? And he smirked at him and said, Dude, I don't have his son. Smirking. Well, bro, why you ain't just tell him where the where the kid was? He said, Dude, I don't have your son. Right there. But, I mean, look how thick it had got. He was thinking maybe his son was inside or something. Where is he, he said. Remember? I'll go get him. Where is he? I'll go get him. You trying to make me wait till 6 o'clock? It's 3.15. Where is he? I'll go get him. He said that. He said that. But let's go ahead and play the end of this, man. Uh. I'm not going to play the gunshots anymore because I just don't think that there's a reason to. Um, there was a, the house camera actually is the one, the one that he had, the, the one he had recording to make sure he was good when he, when he, when he did whatever he came to do. Mind you, the baby mom hasn't yelled. I'm about to play it. You let me know if you, everyone's pretty calm, but like, she literally is still in the same damn spot. She ain't fade way back. Nothing. She's still over there. If I'm not mistaken, we should have we should have more more in the camera here soon. Uh, but he has a safe distance in between them. I could see him, and I see his house. I see his back, and I could see his front of his house. So, like I said, Chad's in the middle. So, this experienced marksman picks up his rifle, aims it at a dad who he knows is a dad because he just got done telling him right before he fired a shot at his feet. He just got done telling him. Ah, where's my son? Son. He didn't say... What are you doing with this old lady? He ain't say, what is you doing? I like those sweet shoes you got on. What size are they? He didn't say, you know what I mean? He didn't say, go in the house and get your keys. I'm about to take off with your truck, punk. He didn't say any of that. He said, whoa, I'm here for my property. I'm here for my property. Where's my son? Where's my child? Kids aren't obviously... They're not possessions. They're not think. You know what I mean? But that's his creation. 
That's something he created and put into the world. He's just looking for it. That's it. He's obviously agitated. So, again, I see Kyle's back. I see the front of the house. He's getting ready to raise his weapon and sink two right into the torso, I'm guessing, uh, of Chad. And it's terrible because he's in no imminent danger right here. Like, what are you afraid of at this point? Because if he was going to hurt you, when you pointed your weapon down with both of your hands on your weapon, you pointed both of your fucking hands were down, and you pointed your weapon at the floor and fired around, this man could have took his right hand and sent you fucking in the next week, in theory, right? You know what I mean? He could have, uh, somebody who's like, really physically dangerous, could have sent a punch, uh, sent a punch that literally knocked you out your leak equilibrium. But instead, he didn't do it, right? So I'm thinking to myself, what might, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. This person just didn't have to die. You know what I mean? This is, this is crazy. You could have came outside and just, what, you know what I mean? All right, old man, you did it this time. Pick the, uh, right here. You know what I mean? How about, this could have been a, this could have been one of the, the videos are two people fighting. You went in the house and came out and, and look. I don't understand how this made this any better. You know what I mean? This person really wasn't. Well, he's out the way, I guess. But like now you got a national attention on. Everyone's talking about how you killed this man. Broad dating. Over this chick. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, this couldn't this couldn't only just be about him being in the property because like this wife his wife shot the whole video too. He, he, she didn't get shot, you know what I mean? She's on your property too, essentially. I, I don't know, man. It's just crazy because I feel like he killed this man. I mean, he killed him, but I feel like he murdered him. This wasn't no self defense because he wasn't defending shit. Because at the time he raises his rifle right here. Chad's not in the frame. This is a small frame where like only him and his weapon is in the frame and Chad ain't in it. And then he finna bust him and walk over to him. So you can really see how much ground is in between. Cause it ain't like he got shot twice and walked over some and fell. He got shot and fell straight the fuck over. He shot him. He fell backwards. Cause he was standing still. Maybe he would have fell damn another kind of way or forward had he been running forward or had he been that makes sense or he would have fell forward had he been like y'all was fell a different way half y'all was like tussling at the time but what happened was is he threw you away from him maybe at first he felt like it was safer to be close then maybe after you fired the warning shot no longer did he feel safe feel safe anymore so he threw you he just made a terrible choice we don't know we just know he was super upset about his damn son and his son wasn't there and when they were face to face just literally five seconds maybe seven seconds maybe 10 seconds prior to getting shot to death he said he wanted his son after he said he'd take the gun after he said, do it, motherfucker, I wish you would, I'd take it, and all this other shit. He then relies to him again. He tells him again. He relays the message to him again. 
Where's my son? I just want my son. Where's my son? He's just saying he just wants his kid. That's it. He didn't even want to fight this dude. If he did, what I'm saying was he'd have socked the dog shit out of him. Knocked him again out of his equilibrium to where he ain't shooting shit for a second. Because he'd have fucking knocked the shit clean off just out of fight or flight. He did it. He fucking nudged him with his wrist. Come on, man. That's not the dangerous guy. A dangerous guy blasts you with his fucking elbow. Why, why? You still standing there with two hands on your weapon pointing down. He blasts you with his elbow and joggles your whole shit. You know, like you see on UFC. You see it. <laughs> you see it. If a, if a fighter on UFC has both his hands down <laughs> and they are both within super close proximity... What usually happens? You telling me you didn't never turn on UFC and somebody get their shit not clean the fuck out, both their hands down, and you within arm's reach? You have. So that's what I'm saying. He didn't because he didn't pick his hands up any. He didn't pick his hands up any. I'm sorry, but we had to, we had to get into this. So listen. Let's, uh, let's play this. So he's just shot him and now he's walking forward towards him. Call 911. Call 911. I have it on video, Kyle. You did it, not him. I told you. I told all of y'all to leave. We came to get hurt, his son. She's not here. She should have told that. She should have told that. None of y'all should be here. None of y'all should be here. I asked you to leave. I did everything. I did not want to do any of this. I'm... So he shoots him. Dead. And then he stands next to him while he's holding his pistol. A little bit of feet. He's standing. He's still standing at a very safe distance from him. Like, so... He's at a safe distance from him. He's at a far distance. He's He didn't go check. He just shot the man, disabled him. He didn't check to see if he's cool. I just want... Now, the person... The person... The person that Chad had sex with to create the life... The person that... The person that once was actually cool with Chad at one point... Enough to have a child anyway... She's in this picture too. She's in this video. She just watched this man get gunned the fuck down. Did you hear her voice, Any? I hear the uh, I hear the other person. Chad go is is, is, is is you know who who's a friend to him. I hear I hear the other person talking. She said, "Hey, Kyle, you you did that. You know what I mean? Now I've been seeing people can. Oh, why aren't people all ecstatic and all that? His people, they are they." That that it all happened so very fast. Number one, after you hear him start talking about call nine one one, everyone was just trying to make sure they got everything. It happened so fucking fast. It happened fast, and I guarantee you, while it was happening, happened way faster. We didn't start to started this thing for fifty minutes. This happened fast. Seconds. This is a two minute video, and. At the two-minute point, Chad is already deceased on the porch. 
from a gunshot wound administered by Mr. Kyle here on the porch or William or whatever the hell. I'm, I'm just at a loss for words because I don't understand why this couldn't be a fist fight. You know, you had the means, if you had the means to shoot him dead, why you wouldn't have the means to sock him in his eye? If he's at your property, you know what I mean? If you feel like you need to defend your property, then why you ain't sock him in his eye? Well, I'm not gonna, okay. Well, why the fuck you ain't shoot him in the leg? You shot this man in the chest twice, in the head or what, whatever? You mean to tell me you got precise ass aim and you hit you hit him in the chest? You couldn't hit him in the leg, bro. So you saying he was in, he was in immediate danger and you were such a marksman you killed him. I I don't understand. What did he have? He had a hammer too. He was finna shoot you, so you was an immediate threat. So no, you had the distance. You took your step. You lined up your shot and dog popped him. He popped him. For what, bro? You could have easily told. You could have came out. You could have. Bro, I won't lie. A sucker punch in this scenario would have been a gazillion times better than this, man. But at least you go out swinging. You, you killed this person like he came to kill you. He didn't even really have no problem with you. He didn't really have nothing to really eat. You know what I'm saying? He didn't really have really shit going with you but in this still frame I'm looking at our partner our comrade a member of our community is dead right now on the porch and here is dog standing there with his hammer he ain't said a word to old girl is that not strange he ain't say she's in the film she was there the whole time all this taking place she's still in the same spot I said she was at the weird ass spot Now, I think we need to go over a couple facts to this. But before we do, man, again, this lady is still standing in the exact same spot. She's standing in the same spot. 911. I asked you to leave. I did everything. I did not want to do any of this. Now. He said he didn't want to do any of this. But like, if he didn't want to do it, then why the fuck did he do it? If you didn't want to kill this man and take his life, then why didn't you check to see if this motherfucker is okay? You standing by and just talking. I didn't want to do this. Well, then why you ain't checking to see if he's alive, bro? You just put two in his chest. With a high-powered rifle. If you ain't want to do this, why you ain't checking on him? If y'all ain't want to do this, the how come she was outside of the shooting... The, she was outside of the shooting proximity for the whole video I just watched. If y'all ain't want to do this. If y'all ain't want to do this, then why his son wasn't here to see it? Where was his son at? And why was this lady... Outside of the proximity of where the whole tussle took place the whole time, why she never moved. Like she was told, yo, stand right here, do not fucking move, stand right here. It looked just like that. She never moved once from the one spot. She was in one spot. She stood there in a white hoodie and jeans and didn't fucking move. 
But we've heard this before on this podcast. We've have a dad is about to get into an altercation and, and, and a baby mom who put the altercation in place just standing there watching it all unfold. This baby mom right here just watched the child, the father of her child get smoked right in her own face. She just watched it. I'm looking right at her. She didn't scream. Did anyone hear her scream? I mean, the lady who's filming his wife, current wife, bless her heart, man. I know she's terribly, 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 feeling terrible. I feel so bad for her, man, because all she did was go. She had to witness him get shot, too. This is crazy, man. Bro, you could have sucker punched him. This guy decides, I'm about to go in the house, I'm going to get a high power rifle, and I'm going to gun him down. Come on, man. Come on, man. Let's dissect this a little bit. We just lost a soldier, man. We just lost a soldier, man. This dude went over there. He was looking for his son. That's all he wanted. He wanted his son. He would have had a conversation with any one of these dads that's been on this podcast, I'm sure. But he can't because Kyle... And this lady over here who never moved once from out that very distinctive spot that she stood in looking all strange and shit. Okay. Hear me out. He can't tell his story or have no conversation. So let's get into this a little deeper. So here's where things get a tad bit sketchy. Now, as we all know, this, uh, this footage was released on seven, uh, November 17th. Actually, the day I went to court last. Okay? So this footage was released by uh, Chad's family in efforts to basically get some justice because guess what? No charges were filed. This was deemed to be a justified killing based off of this guy claiming to protect his property. Now, he did tell him to leave. But I also know that you can't shoot a burglar in the back. You can't shoot a burglar if he don't have you you can't just you can't just whack a burglar. Like it don't work like that. You know what I mean? Like it don't work like that. You know what I mean? Like there's there's it don't work like that. So like this dude is saying that there was that he's defending himself, but like here's the thing. When my man grabbed the gun, he didn't shoot him right away. He shot at the ground. So when he gets you away from him, now all of a sudden you don't have sense anymore. Like you went from, I'm going to fire a warning shot. That was, if you do anything else, I'm going to shoot you shot. Or what? I don't understand, like, cause no more threat was happening. Cause he shot him, but he still had enough time to like, once he, once he slung him, cause he didn't like throw him. He slung him a little bit. He kind of just grabbed his arm and just, and they were on a porch. He's a little bit heavier. Dog, it doesn't really look like, uh, Kyle. It don't, doesn't really look like he hits much weights either. He's usually in the range shooting. I'm seeing. But oh, but I do. He had he has a business of some sort. I read, 
But, I mean, that's all good and well. But, I mean, bro, you don't fucking kill a man protecting. You know what I mean? Like, you you don't kill. Like, you don't. You I, This is this is crazy. He came for his son, man. Like, regardless of how annoying he was to you in your life. I know you want to you want to help this lady steal this guy's kid and fucking start a family of your own someday. But what would make him so sure that she would never have him in this predicament sometime? <laughs> you know what I mean? But I, I will get into exactly what that is. Now, no charges were filed. Okay. So. Here's what we really have going. Kyle Carruth's ex-wife is a judge in that exact same county. Now, we heard very clearly, we heard what he said. He said what? He said, what? Not that. He said this. Here we go. What'd he say? He said this. Who's Anne Marie, right? Anne Marie Carruth. Kyle Ruth's ex-wife is a judge in the exact same county. And the way he points at the house, I think she's at the house. She might be on the scene. A judge might be on the scene as this man gets slain on the porch, right? This very may well be the case. I'm not understanding also, is the mom, she has her phone, I don't know. Perhaps she has her phone out. Maybe she's recording this too. We'll probably never see her footage because when, as soon as, Chad gets shot, she squats down. She's not crying, she's not, but she still has her phone out. She might be damn taking footage for all I know. It looked like she was, she squatted down. She didn't really look to be in distress. It was like she knew this shit was coming. Everybody just kind of was chilling, like, on their side. No one on their side, no one on, no one on the withholding the kid from this angry dad who just wants to fucking have his kid. No one on that side... No one had any amount of panic really to them. Not these two, not the two out here, not the boyfriend and the mom. They had no amount of like panic to them. They were chill. Like they knew if he came, we're going to get him over here. He can come over here. He gets angry with that angry shit. We popping him. I'll just stand over here by the tree in a safe distance. She's out the way. Like this shit is, you can't make this shit up, man. She's out the way the whole time. Like, if you came here, I'm arguing with y'all as a couple. Why would you two each separate 10, 15 feet from each other? That doesn't make sense to me. Why? It doesn't make no sense to me. Unless they was both over there talking about a tree before he got here. Even then, why would she just be over there by the tree and, 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 and the rest of everything else is taking place? Now... There's women inside this house because in the footage that was shot in the house, you can hear people in there talking and there's women voices. Why wouldn't she be out there too? Or why wouldn't more of them be? Uh, it's just, it's weird. And then why wouldn't you be closer to the door? If, if there's a threat, wouldn't the safer place to be to be closer to the door so you can go inside? It's just strange. Why off over here in the corner like this? Like, what is this? I'm lost. So... His ex-wife is a 
judge in this county that this is happening. So, with this case obviously catching the attention of a lot of folks, we obviously are able to see even news reporters in this town um, are a little perplexed as to why all of the information in this case have been concealed uh, and uh, basically blocked off and hidden. Um, yeah, so I want to get into that a little bit because, I mean, you can't make this stuff up. If you got a news reporting crew right there in that town talking about this and talking about how it's very odd that things are being, like, basically, like, hidden and blocked off, then they're investigating it. I think there's something to be had there. Uh, so let's take a listen. And I do want to let you know, it's about to get real fucking fishy. The death of Chad Breed is a case that has garnered a lot of attention on social media. He was shot and killed outside of a South Lubbock home back on November 5th over what we're told by police was a domestic dispute. But following new information obtained by our friends over at the Lubbock Avalanche Journal. Yeah, there's new questions about why those documents relevant to the case have been suddenly sealed. KLBK's Elizabeth Fitz went down to the courthouse today to find out what's going on. Elizabeth, what have you learned today? Terry, Matt, the Lubbock Avalanche Journal reported that court records linked William Kyle Carruth to the deadly shooting of Chad Reed. I visited the courthouse today to obtain these records, but ran into some difficulties. In a divorce petition filed by District Judge Anne-Marie Carruth, she identified her husband William Kyle Carruth in a November 8th affidavit as someone who was under investigation for shooting and killing 54-year-old Chad Reed. According to the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, three days following Chad Reed's death, Judge Carruth added a statement on her divorce petition writing, She was notified that her husband, William Kyle Carruth, is under investigation for the shooting and killing of Chad Reed. She said her knowledge of the incident is limited at this time, but she was very concerned about his mental state. KLBK News tried to obtain this amendment, but the file has been sealed. I would be curious to know why they're sealed. Because this is a criminal defense I'm not attorney aware talking. Of any justifications for that. Uh, we've had judges go through divorces. Those are public records. Rusty Gunter, a local criminal defense attorney, says if anything, certain elements may be redacted. He also says it is the district courts that order records to be sealed. Just as if there was something that we wanted unsealed, we would have to get a district court order to unseal it. Now, you can make that request as a party that it be sealed. And on September 30th, Judge Carruth did motion to seal the court records. But the AJ retrieved the unsealed records last Friday, and it was only shortly after that that those documents were sealed. While KLBK News does not know why those records have been sealed, we did request the order granting the sealing of those documents. But those, too, are sealed. Texas law states a motion relating to sealing or unsealing court records shall be decided by written order open to the public. Y'all are in a bad position because y'all don't have access to any of the information that these people are, are talking about. Uh, I would be real curious about sealed records. I don't believe they should be sealed. Kyle Carruth has not responded to our request for comment, and to reiterate, neither the Lubbock Police Department nor the Attorney General's Office, which is overseeing this case, has charged William Kyle Carruth with any crime. We've also contacted the District Clerk's Office to obtain, to obtain some additional sealed documents, but we haven't heard back from them yet either. We'll keep you updated with any new information right here on KLBK and over on our website at everythinglubbock.com. Good.
So, you just heard the news is reporting. They say, hey, man, you know, his wife just said she just found out. Now, this is this is crazy. So, you saying... Thirty seconds before this man was gunned down, he mentioned your name out loud, right? Just saying, he mentions your name out loud. Thirty seconds before he was gunned down, maybe forty seconds, forty-five, give or take, less than one minute, less than sixty seconds before this man was gunned down, he said your name out loud. I imagine you weren't overseeing his case at the time. Right? And then you don't have no no he didn't hit you up or say dog just he didn't hit you up. You know that's strange. That that sound like a lie under oath given to the court to me if I ain't heard one. Limited what is limited? Cause we all we don't we're not even don't know no one involved. We got a lot of fuck. We see a lot. We saw the whole thing on fucking camera. He shot him. Now, one thing I heard on here that they reported in the news. This ain't what I'm reporting. They reported this on the channel, whatever news from everything Lubbock. Judge say he she worried about his mental state. So here's what I'm so they not divorced yet all the way and he is killing folks for this other chick. Them big steps, man. Them big big steps. I feel like a man should have finished his divorce before he go out. <laughs> Killing other men who only there to see their kids, right? But again, I, I don't know this person. I don't know. I don't know this person. I just feel like this shit was really wrong. It feel like murder to me. I feel like this person could still be alive. I feel like, I feel like, I feel like Kyle Karuf is probably extremely talented with a gun. I feel like he practices with it all the time. I feel like he probably hits cans from way across the fucking yard. I feel like he's very skilled. How do I feel like this? Bro, he said he was defending a home that he was literally shooting towards. Like, he shot the man, but the house was right behind what he's shooting. So he had enough skill to not Worry that he was going to hit his home, but he couldn't hit this man in the leg. Bro, he could have shot this man in the leg. He would have fucked up his whole leg. His whole leg. He would have been fucked up for a long time. Two shots in the, in the leg from that gun. He would have been fucked up, and he would have got the picture. But another thing, he'd also be alive today. He could talk about it. He could forgive you. Oh, forgive you. Yeah, forgive him. I have, I know somebody who got, who, 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 who got shot because he was helping his cousin, right? And he, he come out punching people and not thinking about it and just punching everybody out. And he got to the one person 
and and dog pulled out a gun and shot him, and he never could walk again. Now, he also just lost his life to gun violence, and he was just at the wrong place at the wrong time. He was at a, a venue, and he got just randomly shot. But that's what I'm saying. Gun violence is very, very, very normal here. You know what I mean? This shit is this normal. Where where I'm where I'm from, it's normal on the news to know folks get around it. It's normal. It's scary too normal, and that's why it's like this type of shit don't have to be happening. Folks need to start resolving shit other kind of ways. This man didn't have to die. It's just strange that like you know. Sealed documents, this, that, and the third. It's just strange. It's all so strange to me. It's weird. Why is this stuff sealed off? This man is a dad. Okay? I talked a whole lot about this today. I'm trying to look at it from two different angles, but, like, to be 100% honest, I can't see it no other way angle other than a dad came to get his kid. And the lady he was really the most angry at for stealing his kid was the most quiet and she sat there and watched him get shot to death and didn't make one noise, didn't walk over there to check a vital, didn't nothing. I didn't see her put her phone to her ear to call the ambulance, nothing. I knew he was shot and dead and they was low-key hoping he was dead. All anybody who's in a family court custody battle, we all fucking know, bro, this is no fun. If you've ever listened to any of the earlier podcasts, my life was threatened multiple times, man, in this damn pot. And it's been a shit. I'm just trying to get my kids, man. I, why, why, why should I come here fighting for some shit that I helped create with a state putting their hand in it? And look what happened. I thought I'm supposed to be here at 315. Whose plays was he calling? That wasn't his place. You think he said 315? You think that was his place? No, man. He was over there screaming out literature from the state. Oh, you guys are surprised. He's yelling out y'all rule book. But what happens? We've had dads from Texas call in to this podcast and say... What did they say? Does anyone remember? I'll tell you what they said. They said that Texas doesn't enforce when moms do this kind of stuff in that state. Rarely. Like, rarely ever. It's a joke. That's what they said. Because we've had multiple dads from Texas call in to hear. Any dads from Texas right now, man, if you're thinking about representing yourself in court, man, hey, ProSayCoachTX.com. That's ProSayCoachTX.com. That's going to be a website where you can learn to represent yourself in court and handle it. You don't need to be afraid. You don't need to worry. You you know, you don't need to any of that. If you, you're seeing this and you stumbled across this because you're in Texas and you're going through it, ProSayCoachTX.com. But what happened to Chad Reed here is, is unacceptable. is in it's really been it's been capturing me for a couple days now. It's been it's been on my heart and in my mind and my spirit. Because I know for a hundred percent fact this 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 man was a member of our community, a member of what we what we what we want to see change. Now, 
if I have to follow a law, the next person should have to follow a law. If this video contains somebody who looked like me doing what just happened to that same person, it wouldn't have been no even thought or even thought of self-defense. And I can openly say that. Openly, and I understand fully what kind of crowd I have listening to this, and I and we all know it. We all know it. We all know it. If he looked like me, the police wouldn't look like a little. If Kyle Kruf looked like me, that would have been like, "Hey, listen, self-defense, my ass. Where did you get this gun, Chief?" The whole fucking department would have been in there checking for more of them, trying to make me a fucking. You know what I'm saying? Put me on the news and shit. Or put whoever on the news. Look like me type shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like really. While I'm seeing this guy. Killing a, 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 a gentleman. 54 years older gentleman. What, he wasn't there. He wasn't there. To, he, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't there to be with even he, he wasn't there he wasn't doing shit to nobody man he he wanted his kid if you wanted him to fuck out of there you could have just easily yelled at him your son's not fucking here and tell him where he is so he can go get him he's at the such and such and such and such because that was his suggestion where's my son I'll go get him myself that was what his suggestion was This is crazy, man, because this guy didn't have to die. He didn't have to die. He didn't have to die. And this is why we need to get out here and talk to people. Because we need to understand when we get to fucking these custody, but when we get to these pickups and these drop-offs, we need to play that shit as cool as motherfucking possible, man. Because folks want you to fucking get out of character. So I wanted to stop doing these. I did one one time. You know, I got out to do. I did the exact same thing. I seen everyone do leading up to my turn. And my turn, I do it. The lady telling me all kind of fuck ass shit just to be disrespectful. You know what I mean? I, I ain't doing nothing to you. I'm just here to get my kid. I don't want to see you. You don't want to see me. Why we got to make it all tense and hostile? Why we got to do this? I'm a, if we want to do it. But that's the thing, like, you're asking, like, and then everybody, like, oh, you got to just be cool, and this, that, and the third. Man, you asking these people, they, this man's kids being withheld. He, he, he's arguing with people who wasn't even in the room when he, when he created this kid. This guy, Kyle, wasn't there when he created this kid. He came looking for, he's not here to hang out. He doesn't want to see your wife. He don't want to see your new girl, which is his ex-girl. He's not here for that. He came to get his kid. Does he have to die on the porch? And then he don't even get no attention. Like his wife's scared to get out the car. Because she just seen someone get shot down dead. Do I get out? He's, he's shooting everything moving. Do I get out? You know, man. And I'm talking about it, and I'm doing this podcast because we got to fucking talk about it, man. We got to talk about how this is happening. It's happening because they want to get to this $50 billion ticket they're getting every year. 
It's happening because they don't want to make no changes, bro. It's happening because they're making people pay to get what they should already have right off rip. Oh, we care about our communities. We just that in third. No, 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 no. You're, you're making $50 billion a year, man, and, and you're not giving any of it back to the community. You're pocketing it. All the money that comes from Title IV is going right back into the pocket. I tell you what, the high schools and, and the middle schools and every single one of the elementaries except for one of them took a hit in my community. And them folks in, at that building keep on stuffing their pockets. With Title IV money, it it, it 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 don't have to be all of them. It don't have to be. It's enough. Title IV money, that's enough. That's enough, man. You could do that, that that little bit they get from Title IV funding just alone. Man, it's just... It's just it, the normal people, the normal folk person watching this person get shot dead, they see it and they think it's one thing. You know, they don't understand how much come behind a person stealing your kid and you got to go take all these stupid ass fucking steps just to say they didn't follow the order that the judge gave them. And then if they're really smart, they already know the judge doesn't give a fuck if this person followed the order or not, because they don't want that person, they want you, they either want you what, in jail or dead, now, they don't care if you fucking kill yourself, or if some shit like this happened to you, they just flat out don't care, alright, if the state cared about dads any, at all, like, really, if they really did, then there'd be more places for, then there'd be more places for these dads to go have, you know, there'd be more, there'd be normal, it'd be more support for them, it's not, this isn't really like, yeah, it's just, it's, it's hurtful, man, to talk about, cuz, I don't understand what the fuck is going on here, why are we still, <laughs> why doesn't nobody want to talk about this shit, bro, you know what I mean? Even then, we got this. Go your ass on Twitter right now, bro, and type in Father's Rights. This is shit getting a lot of noise, right? This fucking, this story. But go on there and type on type in Father's Rights. I guarantee you, go on Twitter and type in Father's Rights. It's not buzzing. Go look at it. This shit's been hot for a couple days. Go look at it. You're going to see more static in India from the middle of the night than you're going to see Folks just upset and decide that this is what the problem was because they not seeing it. They just see that Kyle Carruth is a bad guy and all this other stuff. Oh, we don't really know if he a bad guy or not. This lady could have had super manipulated him. He just says dumb ass shit right here. I won't lie. This shit was fucking retarded. He took a man's life. But as angry as we is at this guy, it's taking the attention off of the real problem. And the motherfucker standing over there by the tree. Ain't said a word and didn't make no noise when the person who helped them bring the kid into the world got shot. Cold blood on the porch leaking out his life right there. Hadn't muttered a word, uttered a word, nothing. Man, them bullets killed him instantly. Had to have, he hadn't made one noise since he got popped. He was down. It was over. Not a grunt. Nothing. He just fell off. And the lady sat there and just damn watched it. She didn't fucking do a fucking thing. She didn't make no nut. Sat there. Like, that was what she had expected to happen. From how, what I seen. 
and more folks gonna be angry at this dude who did the shooting. She she got him. She didn't. She didn't. What? Who got these two motherfuckers just wild up? They wouldn't wake up. Why ain't get one? He wouldn't even know this motherfucker if it wasn't for who? Both of them. They both wouldn't be in this situation right now if it wasn't for who? The motherfucker who's not in the picture most of the video. That's what I'm saying. And everybody got something to say about a dog who got shot. Everybody got something to say about a dog who shot him, right? And no one's talking about the person standing over here in the trees in the most suspect spot there is in the screen. Not by the door where the rest of the people were in the house so she could run to safety. If this guy really, if this guy Chad really did get angry, which he was angry, as angry as he could be. You see, he was as at his angriest. He was making bad decisions. But he really wasn't on tip like that. He didn't th pick up a brick. Look at all this shit around the yard. He ain't pick nothing up, throw shit through no window, nah. He wasn't smashing up property or nothing like that or wrecking nothing. He's standing there. He first didn't even get on the porch. He was chatting from the lower level, trying to keep it, you know. This dude wasn't, well, I, he, nah, nothing got, nothing got hit or broke or smashed except for Chad. When dog hit him with, with some life enders, man, for no reason. Like, man. Yeah, man. Even if they had arguments before, dog. You know what I mean? They could have had multiple arguments. And he could have had told them a bunch of whole shit before. Whatever, whatever. You don't take this man off the earth for what, man? You know what I'm saying? Why you gotta smoke him? He's a dad, bro. He come to see his kid. You think smoking him gonna fix it? You think smoking ain't gonna make it relation to mom and walk off scot-free with the kid? This man got shot dead on the internet, man. This kid, this kid, man, this shit gonna be around forever. It was on the internet, the whole thing. This, 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 this incident right here is gonna be a part of that, of not just that everyone involved there, but in the kid, but. His other kids, his new family, his, the new family he had, he, you, you know what I mean? Nah, this, this shit is going to be with these folks forever. That's why it's just like, man, I just, I just, yeah, I honestly can't believe that we all just seen that over these past couple days. I, I can't believe this happened. This is crazy, man. I have been looking at and pretty much thinking about this Chad Reed situation for a couple of days now. It's been on my soul. I talk uh, pretty candidly about it in this episode. I know I was by myself uh, and I did that um, because... It's been on my heart heavy. And since I seen this man get gunned down on our KDO page, I say, dog, what just happened? Bro, I can't believe this man just got gunned down like that. And then I just couldn't stop thinking about it. Honestly, because it, 
if the state could just all give us 50-50 custody of each of our children, I mean, we, we no person can have a child without the other. We each need each other. It's 50-50, split it down the middle. Let's do this thing. I don't understand why we need, why we have to fight. Why do we have to fight? Who's really benefiting if we come in here fighting? State, state, the state, the state. Yeah, it's crazy, man. We're, we're, yeah, it's it's crazy, man. I, I, yeah, I've I've uh, I've been pretty speechless about that. That's the first time I've got a chance to really just talk about it, and I'm glad I captured it all here on the podcast uh, because I think I think there's people out there that probably would like to hear what I had to say on it. So I wanted to make sure I captured it. Uh, dads, man, when you're doing these pickups, man, try to keep your cool. Like I was saying, keep your cool. Try to play it the best you can. Man, stay alert. And watch for people who are trying to, you could tell they're trying to hurt you. You could tell my man's came out. When he came out, he didn't have a pistol. Yeah, he trying to he he on some whole shit. He's been thinking about this for a good minute. This guy, that's yeah. I mean, maybe not. You know what I mean? I've seen again. I've seen a couple. I've you know I've been seeing, listening, paying attention, man. A lot of times, he could have been manipulated right into that, and he could be feeling like he was a good guy, which he definitely was feeling like he was a good guy, even though he did fire shots at his house, but the only thing in between him was a man. Uh, other than that man being there, though, he fired shots directly at his own house. <laughs> you know what I mean? But that just lets me know how sweet he was with the hammer. He's a good shot. And I think that's, you know what I mean? Something that needs to be noted. You a good shot. Well, why you ain't shoot? You could have shot him in his foot from back where you was standing to set the tone. Really? Man, it's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's crazy, man. That person lost his life. Man, that was probably a great human being. Great human being, but I know all things happen for a reason. And um, sometimes that's an easy thing to say. And when you look around, you still feel it's everything still looks and feels the same when you say everything happened for a reason. But at the same time, if you really believe, if you really believe you can get, you know, stronger, well, you'll get stronger. You believe you can do anything, you can get it done. So now I kind of want to switch the focus a little bit to what's been going on since the murder of Chad. Okay. I'm playing a couple more news clips, and then we're going to get into what's some recent developments. Now, this next clip is another clip I got from the Everything Lubbock uh, YouTube channel. It looks like this is their local news, uh, and some guy named Something Chandler uh, doing a deep delve into it. Anyone named Chandler, I trust him. So let's roll it. Well, nearly three weeks of investigation leads us to tonight, when we can witness all that we've been wondering. What happened when Kyle Carruth fatally shot Chad Reed on November 5th? Matthew Harris, the attorney for Chad Reed's 
widow, Jennifer Reed, tells us the family wants to end the speculation and show the public exactly what happened. Kyle Carruth's lawyer also giving us his own video from another perspective, saying he believes it supports their claim of self-defense. Now we're going to show you both videos side by side now so that you can make sense of the facts and the fallout from that day. We will warn you though, some of what you're about to see is graphic. From you and This is on video, get off of the property! Where's my son? Breaking this Wednesday, we witnessed the shooting that spurred questions and controversy across West Texas. The victim's widow and the shooter's attorney sharing their perspective of when Kyle Carruth fatally shot Chad Reed on November 5th. This is on video, get Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. Call 911. I'm recording it, oh my god! LPD investigated the incident and did not press charges, but Chad's widow Jennifer Reed says Kyle should be charged with murder. Also breaking, Jennifer petitioning for full custody of Chad's children from their mother, Christina Reed, saying in an affidavit obtained Wednesday, Christina has endangered the physical and emotional well-being of the children by permitting them to be in the presence of the man that murdered their father. Kyle's attorney, David Gwynn, also telling us Wednesday he believes this video supports the claim of self-defense, telling us all Texans may lawfully brandish a firearm to protect themselves. Careful study of the video showed Kyle's gun was brandished, but never pointed at Reed. It was only after Mr. Reed said, I'll take your gun, slinging him across the patio like a scarecrow, then stepped toward him, that Mr. Carruth pointed the gun at Mr. Reed. Because of their knowledge of all the facts and the Texas Castle Doctrine, LPD knew this was a justifiable homicide. Our hopes are that a Lubbock grand jury will do a thorough investigation of all the facts and will clear Mr. Carruth. That investigation is still pending in the Texas Attorney General's office. And it's in the Attorney General's office because the Lubbock County District Attorney's office recused itself, citing Kyle's ongoing divorce from State District Judge Anne-Marie Carruth. That's what we know so far, and of course, we'll keep you updated with the latest as we learn it at everythinglubbock.com. Well, so, the police aren't going to press charges. Their police from the, a county where a dog has his wife, is, his ex-wife, is a judge. Like, I don't know, man. When you look at the inside video... The video from inside uh, the shooter's home. Uh, you can see the child's mom, man. Look wet. While tensions are rising, it just is everything strange. She's not looking at the tension. She's like looking off. It's strange. Like she knows what's about to happen, so she's like looking off to see like what's going on. Who's you know what I mean? Who's looking? Type deal. It was weird. It was really weird, but you get a good closer demeanor at her. It's, it, I, I'm telling you, man, that looked at like a person. If you look at her, she looked like a person who knows somebody about to die. Everything's weird about it. Everything's weird. Like that's it, it. It's been days. I'm stuck on this. Why is this person stay in one spot? The person never moved the entire incident from start to finish. One blade, one spot, one square in the grass, and it never moved from it. How? That's so strange to me. Until he was laying on the ground, then dog squatted down a little bit. But like, it, it, I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know. It just is. 
A man passed. But what did we hear in there that really, really caught my eye? He didn't pass. He was murdered. Not justifiable homicide. Like, the gun was brought into the picture because the gun was brought into the picture. There's still no... We're, we, I'm, I read on the affidavit, they got there after 4 o'clock. So that means at 3.15, so f he was waiting for fucking 45 minutes. Past his time. He was probably early to that. So if you add on, that means over an hour. Based on how this lady is living, you know what I mean? Based on how she's living, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is crazy, man. This could all be prevented with something set in stone. Each of you guys get 50-50. Nobody should be angry and feeling like they can steal a kid. And no one should be so angry that they don't damn get to see their kids, that this is how upset they are. The state, man, all these, all these lawyers and judges and shit that's letting this type of Shit keep go down. And what I mean is by giving giving dads every other weekend, giving them fucking every oh, we'll give you every weekend and a Wednesday. Or we'll give you every weekend. Oh man. These dads need continual time with their kids, uninterrupted. A week, week on, week off. Or two weeks on, two weeks off. The rest figure it out. That needs to be immediately. That needs to be in stone. As soon as a child is born. If it's not fair, then well, man, then maybe you should be more careful who you have kids with. So that's why you guys don't break up. And it affects both of you guys, not just one party, man. Because it's, this guy's angry about not getting to see his kid. He's at a, a court-ordered time. That's a court-ordered time. So my thing is this. What happens with that custody case now? Because you can't tell. A judge can't go from, hey, this person broke a custody, a custody, uh, Broke a broke a family court order and didn't give the kid up for over an hour. And oh, by the way, the other party got shot during that hour while he was looking for his kid. Shot dead too, not just shot in the leg. Because you know, Kyle had to actually kill him two times. Hitting twice he had to. Once wasn't good. He wasn't trying to disable him. He was trying to kill him. So, so my question really would be, what the hell's going on in the family court case now? And if you heard in this news clip, shout out to Chad's wife, man. Shout out to Chad's wife, man. Now, Chad's wife, as a stepmother... Stepping in and filing for custody of his child of his child or children. I mean that is just that is just downright amazing, man. And shout out to all the solid stepmoms out there, man. Not only it's not like she just was at work fucking going about her day and Chad was just at this event alone by himself. No, 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 no. She was there with him. She was by his side. She stood by him. So all the stepmoms out there, man, that's solid. You damn standing next to you standing next to your significant other in this whole thing. 
You're being supportive. You're obviously a mom. And you're standing next to a dad fighting for dads. So we definitely, definitely appreciate that. But for this lady Jennifer to step in like this right here. And take on this head on like this right here. Downright amazing. And I don't know who who, who she is or what. I've not heard much from her. But let's hear a little something from her quickly. I thought... This is Jennifer Reed speaking. I thought it was like a stun gun or a taser gun or something. Like, who's going to bring out? They're having a discussion about a custody thing. Caruth's attorney writing in part, all Texans may lawfully brandish a firearm to protect themselves. Though Reed came unarmed, he announced his intent to kill Kyle Caruth with Kyle's own gun and took immediate powerful action to do so, which was unsuccessful. Jennifer Reed's lawyer believes self-defense does not apply. Whenever Mr. Caruth brought that firearm out, He's the one that escalated and provoked the situation. So, about that, okay? Now, this lawyer, now I could understand why she didn't know immediately it was an AR-19 or whatever. Because, I mean, I could understand. It all was happening so fast. She could have been looking at something completely different, like... At the time, she was focused in on those two arguing about something completely different. She wasn't even anticipating to see any gun. And when he let off that shot, it had a different sound to it. It wasn't like, you know what I mean? I can understand, but so, yeah, I understand. I understand her not understanding it, seeing, thinking it was a gun immediately. But this part here gets me. When the guy's lawyer says all Texans may lawfully brandish a firearm to protect themselves, that's a true statement. Though Reed came unarmed, he did come unarmed. He announced his intent to kill Kyle Carruth with Kyle's own gun and took immediate powerful action to do so, which was unsuccessful. The only thing really, I mean, that like those are words and that's a manipulation of what happens because I guess that's why lawyers are good at what they do but that's kind of not what happened you know what i mean like you you left out the part where your client came out with the gun you left out the part where reed was there to get his child who had a child in common with your client's wife type deal you know what i mean who was you forgot that like i, I feel like this lawyer forgot that his client was aiding and hiding, uh, breaking a whole nother court order while this was transpiring. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, he shot somebody in the process of helping someone else break a court order. And he's not in jail today? That doesn't make sense to me. You helping somebody else? I mean, I guess at the end of the day, he's going to be like, hey, my fucking kid, I ain't. Well, then why did you smoke somebody about it, though? Why did you shoot a man over it? If you really, really wanted this person to leave your property, if somebody was on my property hooting and hollering to my lady about something she had that they wanted, I would look her straight in her face, like straight in her face and tell her, hey, listen, this motherfucker got to go. 
He has to go. I, you, he has to get the fuck out of here. And if you can't get him what he needs to get him the fuck out of here, you should probably take that shit up the street away from my house. It should probably start there. Not, I'm going to go in the house and shoot you dead right the fuck here. Even though I know who you are, I know what you're here for. I know exactly who you're here for. And I, I'm around that person all the time. And let me... If this was some random guy walking down the street who he who also had a gun, if this was some random stranger, he announced his intent to kill Kyle Carruth with Kyle's own gun and took immediate powerful action to do so. Immediate powerful action? Immediate powerful action would have been walking up on him and punching him in his face when he fired a warning shot at the ground because both his hands was pointed at the ground. And I'm feeling like if he was a fighter, he would have just punched him while he was in there over there talking to his old, talking to his girl. He should have he could have came up from around him and punched him in the back of his head. I'm just thinking of ways that he could have done this shit without shooting this man flat out dead. I don't know. You know what I mean? Just dead, bro. You could have hit him in the leg. This is crazy, man. Cute. This man took his life. This person isn't here today. And we're going to say he used took immediate powerful action. We talked about this. He took the top of his wrist after he said, where's my son? And Kyle smirked at him and said, I don't have your son, dude. And he did. And it's not like he yanked for, listen, you go watch the video for yourself. When once did this guy sell out for that man's gun? When once did he sell out for it? There was never an extreme tussle over the gun, ever. He grabbed his arm, he grabbed his arm and olayed him off the porch. That's it. That's all that happened. He olayed him. It wasn't even no powerful action, man. The guy didn't fall down. What powerful happened if the guy didn't fall down? He didn't even fall. He olayed him. It wasn't powerful. <laughs> was nothing powerful about nothing he did. What do you mean, man? He mentioned the lady's name before he got shot. That was pretty powerful. Because I just think it's strange that a judge, somebody in her people got this, this looks mighty stanky. I must say, looks mighty stanky. Looks stanky. I wouldn't lie about it. Something, Something's reeking. Something's reeking. We got dirty, we got dirty laundry. I could tell. I can tell, I can tell, which was unsuccessful. Well, then how the hell did he end up dead if it was unsuccessful? So he didn't get it. He never had two hands on the gun, never at one time. He never had his hand anywhere near the trigger ever, at ever. One hand went on one arm, the other hand underhooked him where he had the trigger. So if he had an underhook, that means his other palm was by his armpit. He had an underhook in. Reverse underhook, but he had an underhook nonetheless. His arm was by his palm. He was never by the trigger. His arm was in his, his, his palm was in his armpit. Never by his damn trigger. Not, he was never at risk of losing possession. What happened? He really wanted this dude. He got went in there, got his gun, hoped to amp this man up, 
and said, if this motherfucker touches me, I'm shooting him dead on my property. This is Texas. That's exactly what he did. He's a gun rights dude in Texas. He knows what he can and can't do with his gun. He was hoping Chad would bump into him, touch him, go for the gun, anything. But I don't understand how he thought bringing a gun out to the fucking party was going to make anything any better. And how is the child's mother innocent in all of this? She should have lost custody of that child immediately. Immediately. A man got shot here today. Under your, under, this is, this falls on you, ma'am. I know you're trying to be out of it by standing over here by this fucking tree so you don't get hit. You've been standing over here the whole time, haven't moved an inch. And when they really got to arguing, like two seconds before he got popped, you're looking off into space. You're not looking in to see what's going on as tensions rise and the gun's out. You're looking around. What is you looking at? And what is you looking for? What is you anticipating? Him getting shot, maybe? Things is strange, man. Real strange. Why was this person out of harm's way standing strategically in that spot the entire time? Naturally, it seems like I've seen people in tense situations a lot. It's nobody ever just stands in one spot like that. That's weird. Very weird. Super weird. In fact, nobody just stands there one spot. That's weird, man. My family, my heart hurts for that family, man, because they lost, they lost their dad. They lost, you know what I mean? Jennifer lost her husband. Now, recent, recent, recent development, she's suing for 50 million or 100 million or something rather for wrongful death. And she should. If you're going to be out here free talking about this man was, uh, 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 took immediate powerful action against you, then you should have to pay, man. Because nothing powerful happened, man. You went out there and manipulated the situation because you had a gun. And you already, you knew he was hot about his kid. I mean, you, the guy, Kyle, wasn't tripping about his kid. He was helping somebody else. You know what I mean? Still a kid. He wasn't tripping about any kid. He was good. I mean, he might have kids. I don't know. We don't know. Maybe he has kids with the judge in this county in which this incident happened, who he was married to. Maybe he got kids with her and maybe she don't want to see him go away because maybe he is a father to her children or child. Hate to have to see him go away for life for something he's doing with his girlfriend. Getting him off this once might be, might be, you know what I mean? But I don't know because she files for saying he's not mentally straight. Everything's strange and weird, man. Everything is strange and weird. Because you asking these people. You asking these people who are all intertwined to give each other some inner justice. Why was nobody held in contempt for the son not being... I've been reading lots of news clips. I haven't heard that mom went to jail for being held in contempt. For 
not having son there at 315, ready to go, locked and loaded. When my kid, when it's time for my kids to do what they have to do or go somewhere, they don't be like, they can't be like, okay, well, you know, I'm just going to leave. Listen, this is a court order. It don't work like that. If you don't show up, they on me. I can't have, look, if I'm going to jail over something, it's going to have to be a decision I made. Not a decision, you know what I'm saying? That don't make sense. But apparently in Texas, moms can't be held in contempt of court for, uh, they don't, they can't be held in contempt of court for doing this type of stuff. Because why is this mother not in jail? She got a person shot to death right in front of her. She was always out of the harm's way as though she knew a gunfight was going to transpire, as though she knew they were going to escalate them. You know what I mean? It's just strange, 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 and it smells. It stinks bad. Why was she out of the way like that the whole time? Everyone go watch the video. This lady was in the same spot. The whole time the cameras were rolling. That's two minutes worth of footage and she never moved an inch. Before the gun came out till after dog was already dead. He died. She didn't move from that spot. She stayed in the exact same spot. Strange. Strange action. You know what I mean? You wouldn't. Nothing. Just standing in one spot. I wanted to see him. Like wait. You get to see him when the judge say you get to see him. If you didn't want it to be like that, you two fine folks should have worked it out out of court. Because once the state get involved, now you got to do what the fuck they say. Now you don't have no say. They like to act like you got some say. But the truth is, once the state gets involved, you have no say. They run your schedule now. It's what they say. But if you don't want it like that, then why didn't you just... Be mature adult enough to say, hey, man, I lay down with this guy. Let me go ahead and act like he could be a parent if he's not any, he's not a danger to these children. You know what I mean? It's not like Chad Reed's going to go out and shoot somebody dead. <laughs> Chad Reed wasn't on that. If Chad Reed was the type to shoot people dead, he would have had the gun that day. This is an event it seems like he would have been toting his pistol to. Chad Reed wasn't no shooter, man. Chad Reed wasn't no shooter. And he, he wasn't even thinking about that. That wasn't even the type of energy he had. Or else he would have been, he, it's his Texas. He would have had his gun on his hip that day. He had, That wasn't even him. You could tell when he got mad, there was one point they showed us one still shot where he's yelling. He's on his heels yelling like... He's like his toes are up and his, he's on his heels yelling. He, you know what I mean? He, this guy wasn't, this guy ain't come to shoot nothing. He ain't come to hurt nobody. He just wanted his kid. And if folks want, oh, he should have left his property and yeedy yeedy, whoopty whoopty, blah, blah. Where was his property? Again, why, why, why is folks not upset that they ain't just get him his kid and so he could leave? He should have just left and called the police and waited till next week and just sat on it. Yeah, obviously in hindsight, that's fine. But how do we know he didn't do this two times already? How do we know this hasn't been a recurring event? How do we know? We don't. How do we know? We need more facts. Most definitely, we need more facts, man. This, this, this case right here. 
it, it, it really does move me, man, because we're all Chad Reed. We are all Chad Reed. This is a simple pickup and drop off. It should have been simple. No issue of an apology from the state. Hey, our system got someone shot in cold blood. Didn't work and it got someone shot in cold fucking blood. And no one was even charged. We found a way that, oh, he didn't even get charged. Oh, uh, whoops. Yeah, whoops. How about an apology from the fucking county that got him killed? And make it public because we all know about it now. That's cr this is crazy, man. It's crazy. How did this dude get smoked doing something that the court told him to do? And nothing happens. He was somewhere the court told him to be. And what happened was the other person involved didn't have they end of the stick. And he ended up getting the end of the stick, all right? He got hit with high rocks for no reason. This human being was just trying to be a dad. And we lost a soldier. For what? Well, uh, 50, million, 50 billion a year. That's for what? This is big money, man. These folks don't really care about us. We got to understand that. You know what I mean? They don't care, man. Now, nah, we're getting good judges now into the system slowly. Because as time's going on. But we're still a lot of states and counties where judges been sitting for a while and they keep sitting. And they, you know what I mean? It's, it's, I'd be willing to bet. It's, it's, it's a lot of, there's a lot of the same going on. It ain't no willing to bet. We listen to this on this podcast regularly. Yeah, man. So listen, uh, I think, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll conclude this podcast here. I'll wrap it up, but I do want to say this. Listen, uh, it's evident that this was a murder. This was not self-defense. For something to be self-defense, you have to be defending yourself. When you go outside and agitate something and hope that somebody makes a move, and then as soon as they make their move, you instantly pop them. You know what I mean? Then you've, you know, because reality, like, you know, I know two people who've pulled guns on each other. You know what I mean? Like, what what are you saying? Like they pulled guns on each other. They each had guns. They each had reason to shoot. Why didn't they shoot? They had respect. At the end of the day, there was like a respect for human life. Thank God. You know what I mean? But like, where where is that? Go outside and shoot cans, man. Why is this person kill? Why did he want to kill this man? Why did this shit make him so mad that he wanted to take a life, man? That's a spirit, man. It was in his soul. It was working him. He wanted to drop something. And he did, man. He took a dad from some kids and a wife and a, you know what I mean? Friend and a cousin and an uncle and a brother. He took, he and a son to somebody. I don't know if his parents were still alive. He was 54, but he took, took that from people, man. You could have easily put the gun down this person and fist fought. Not condoning it. No one needs to be doing any of that. But if you were feeling that raging, you know, you can't go outside and, and, and anticipate to agitate someone with a hammer. This is on video and I'm glad, he says. Why are you glad? 
What's there to be glad? I don't. It's just crazy, man. It's like, bro, you wanted this man to try you for your gun, and you saw as soon as he tried you, you could shoot him. That's what you wanted to do, and that's what he did. My man's tried it, and it was like he was pumped. The more agitated he got, he smiled at him. He wanted to kill him. Like, he wanted it. I don't have your son, dude. Well, where is he? Just get him out of there, man. Listen. Uh, this podcast was not necessarily one I wanted to do because I, I don't want to talk about the death of any of our comrades, any of our community, any of our partners, any of our soldiers. I don't want to I don't want to have to do these type of podcasts, but um, this one sat on me for a couple days. Uh, we're going to get back to interviews. If you know somebody out there who would like to be a part of this, um, yeah, you know what to do. Just send them to me on social media. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, OG underscore JP Brown on Instagram, jpbrown.dfm. Uh, yeah, uh, I guess we can run through these real fast because that's probably needed. We talked so much. Obviously, this happened in Texas. If you're a dad out there in Texas, We've had dads on here on t from Texas before. Uh, uh, most no the one that sticks out to me the most was the Purple Fence episode. That one was a good one. And he was pretty much talking about there's a Purple Fence law in Texas. Just old laws. Purple Fence law in Texas. If you have a Purple Fence and somebody comes across it, you can shoot them dead. Because a Purple Fence is supposed to represent don't cross this line or something weird. But that's the kind of that's the kind of state laws we're working with here in Texas. So if you're a dad in Texas, man, and you feel like you need help, again, I want to take this time to say visit ProSayCoachTX.com. That's P-R-O-S-E-C-O-A-C-H-T-X.com. P-R-O-S-E-C-O-A-C-H-T-X.com. If you'd like to get involved, uh, check out the Fatherly Foundation. Um, that's ran by... Um, Aaron and Katie, uh, you could check out, um, if you need help, any help, you need to talk to somebody, there's a helpline, thewarriordad.kyledavid uh, at gmail.com, so that's an email, so it's a helpline, if you need help, want to talk to somebody, that's thewarriordad.kyledavid at gmail.com, um, if you are a single dad out there and you want to start supporting your brand or maybe start flaunting some gear to let the ladies know that you're available, <laughs> whatever the hell your angle may be, man, I don't know, uh, or if you just are the type that just want to support another uh, dad who's doing something with a fucking, you know, just um, get the movement going and spread awareness to let folks know that there's not just moms who are out here with their kids every day, there's dads out here doing this everyday dad thing too. You can go to uh, Bulldog Sports Apparel on Instagram. Um, he has a My Single Dad Life brand that he is uh, marketing through that um, through his uh, through his page there. But he has uh, polos, t-shirts, hoodies, uh, aprons, coffee mugs, the whole nine. Uh, so 
if you're a dad in Canada, um, don't sit around and watch this shit keep going down. This has a change. Folks are dying. Folks are getting shot. Sign petition 3298, presumption of equal parenting. Again, sign petition 3298, presumption of equal parenting. If you're in Kansas City, Missouri, you want to get yourself involved, uh, or it might even be Wichita, Kansas. It might be Wichita, Kansas, so... I might have been saying that wrong here, uh, but I'll double check on that. Uh, Hugadad.com, Derek Reynolds just ran for uh, city council. So we have folks who are involved. Um, so Hugadad.com, H-U-G-A-D-A-D.com. And uh, get get involved if you're in that if you're in that area. Nice reminder that um, this summer, well, there'll be a first annual Million Father March. Uh in DC, um, we don't know. Uh, yeah, we we don't know what what something. If we could get that thing to really really make noise, man, we need to start spreading the word on that because we don't know what a big movement like that could do, man. But we need to we need to at least start trying. Um, the AI, there's the AI program uh, that a good friend of mine has created, uh, and it's called the Open Bar. It's going to be. Um, pretty much a lawyer for if you have a problem you tell the AI what, what what it is it analyzes all the cases and it spits you out some documents so um, there's a GoFundMe for that um, it's uh, slash slash GoFundMe uh, slash 1BE825D8 so uh, if you want to get involved, if you want to motherfucking get a, be a part of that that movement, if you want to be a developer, if you're into technology and you want to get your hands involved in that, you want to be a part of that movement, um, this AI program is is next level. Uh, just let me know. I'll get you right through to Jonathan. Um, we can use all type of people to help with this, man. This is going to be something big. Uh, if 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 this can do what we're, what is anticipated, it could do then. A lawyer won't even be needed because this thing is getting ready to just, it's going to, I mean, it, it, it'd be helpful, but the, the lawyer, a lawyer won't be needed. You'll be able to tell this thing what you're going through and it'll analyze everything and just swoop, help you out. So, uh, you know, I do want to say, man, um, the moral of today's podcast, uh, I would say, man, everybody needs to be extremely careful while going um, to these pickups and drop-offs and shit like that, uh, the state doesn't give a fuck about your safety. They don't give a fuck about you coming home and being a father next week or tomorrow or shit. Even that day, for real, if they did, you wouldn't have spent all that time and energy trying to get in the position you were to even have to see your kid. Or you would have get more time than the little bit of time they do give you, and you wouldn't have had to fought so hard to get that. So they don't care about you being a dad. That's number one. And number two is, you know, when this thing is all said and done, there's really, there's really, we know Chad Reed has never come back. It's over. Everyone's lost him. In fact, his his family spent the last month burying him and preparing him. He's in the ground now. We're all getting this story a little late. Chad's already in the ground. He's gone. That's how gone he is. He's gone. There's dirt on him at this point, right? Like, he's he's gone. And... The killer, Kyle, Killer Kyle, he is 
free. And eventually, I feel like this shit has so much noise that he's going to end up getting in trouble. Because, I mean, I've watched a couple lawyers talk about this and they're easily dissecting how they could not understand how this is self-defense. Like, there's too many too many flaws in the self-defense stance. Way too many flaws. Most importantly, how after he gets flung up, after he gets, after he gets flung, not powerly, uh, taken over powerfully and all this other stuff, cause he didn't even fall down. If he, if my man's grabbed him by his, if he grabbed him by his coat and threw him so hard that he hit the ground and rolled a little bit, now he talking something else. It's like, oh man, that's some, that's some supreme strength. But his fighter flight strength couldn't even knock my man's on the ground. And Kyle's not even that big. So his fight or flight strength couldn't even throw Kyle on the ground. So that's not oh overpower bearing all this other stuff. Whatever dog was on, man. That that uh that damn immediate powerful action shit. Cause what ain't nothing immediate about it. They argued for a minute. And then he tried to tell him about his son, even still. Yeah, he said that shit. He said that. He did say he'd take his gun. He did say that. That was some that, that was some that, that, yeah, you shouldn't have probably had said that. You know what I mean? But what that mean he could get shot? Is he, he, he was, he also, after he said it, never picked his hands up ever again, kept him by his side. Just like a person who's holding a gun would want you to do, or put him in the air, or put him down, one or the other. But don't be moving them shits around, you would think, right? And he did it. He kept him to his side. He did exactly what the shooter would have wanted him to do. Without him asking. <laughs> he was still yelling because he was mad. He couldn't control it. He was already yelling before the gun came out. But only one person went in the house and retrieved the gun. They was already out there civilly talking. Like, you didn't, you should have called the police before you caught, caught yourself going out to the back to get a gun. Call the police first. Call them, bro. And have them. You know what I mean? You wanna you wanna really hurt him? Call the police, man, and have them come here and fuck up his custody case or whatever the hell you doing, man. Cause no, 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 not Kyle. He wanna shoot this man. Come on, man. If you gonna be do some whole shit, at least do some whole shit to keep dog alive. Man, you shot this man guilty. That man dead. Yeah, man. I. It's hard to stop talking about that, man. That, that was, that's a tough one, man. But listen, man, I appreciate you guys listening, man. I'm, 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 I'm terribly sorry to the, to the Reed family. I hope Jennifer gets custody. I hope, I hope she hits him for a hundred mil too. That'd be dope. Um, she deserve it, man. She saw somebody get killed in cold blood for no reason, and she deserved the kids, man, because she a better mom. And I ain't never seen her parent, don't know her, don't know, but I know she wouldn't have got nobody shot. I know that, because that's a rare thing. You know what I mean? But what happened there was set up. It looked like it really bad. It's got a bad stench on it. It's got a bad stench because we don't know if them two had a conversation before. What kind of conversations they've been having about what he was going to do to him. We don't know. We don't know. But it looked like them two talked about that because why was she standing in one spot? Never move.
Why was he so quick to go get the gun? Why was he so anxious to put two in him? Why did he shoot two rounds? Why did he shoot him in the chest and not in the leg, not in the arm? Why was he willing to even shoot towards his house in order to shoot the gun at him and kill him? He was willing to even shoot towards his house. He didn't give a fuck. I'm defending my house. I shot right towards it. What? You shot high power rounds in the direction of your house. That's how bad you wanted to kill this dude. You know what I'm saying? How was you defending something you shooting towards? That don't make sense. One wrong move or him ducking one thing, you ripping around in the house. But dog was a good shot, wasn't he? That's why I say, you shot all two, that could have been wop, wop. One to each leg type deal. Suck. You shot this man in cold blood. He can't talk about it, tell about it, laugh about it, cry about it. Took a look at his son, see his son do nothing, nothing, nothing. Everybody going to sleep good. Judges, lawyers, everyone involved going to get to be good. Everyone. The fact that this lady went to sleep with her kid in the crib that day is just beyond me. They cut, they CPS people should have been swooped that kid up so fast. Listen, ma'am, you just got a man shot. It's over. Go ahead, give whatever you got to get to him. Your time's up. You just did that. You blew that one, didn't you? You blew that one. You got him shot right here arguing over what, what? You couldn't get him to here 315 and he got shot because of this? Yeah. Go get whatever you got you want to give to your kid, man. Your time's up. You just blew it. It's done. Chance after chance after chance after chance after chance. Let a dad fuck up, man. Dog, get one chance. <laughs> one chance. And what we've come to find on this podcast is he doesn't even get that one chance. A motherfucker go in there and say some old fake ass shit and then hey, just go with it. I don't want to see dads get caught, killed in no damn cold blood, man. That's it. Listen, I appreciate you guys listening, man. I promise we'll get back on track talking to more guests soon. I know I tried to wrap it up and got right back into it. I won't do that anymore. Uh, lastly, before we get out of here, let's give another uh, 10 seconds of silence and remembrance of Kyle Reed. I'm sorry, Chad Reed. Uh, that's a little, that's a little tricky for me. I hope I didn't do that too much, but I do have a, I know somebody, uh, a teammate of mine named Kyle Reed, so that's tricky. Um, <laughs> spelled a little different. Uh, but memory, uh, 10 seconds of, uh, in memory, in remembrance of Chad Reed. Uh, who, who who lost his life trying to be a father, um, died in his own blood, man, sitting there with no help, really, uh, trying to pick his son up. And that's it for... Uh, today's podcast man if you want to get involved you know exactly what to do take this link share it if you're a dad out there you don't get to see your kids keep your heads high do a smart thing man keep your faith in god uh always remember you have a trump card in christ you can pray you can talk to him at any point anytime uh if there's a mom out there withholding a kid from its from uh his father and you know he wants to be a willing dad what you can do right now is man you can quit being a fucking terrible human being uh, have a little heart have a little decency it's never too late the score is always zero zero and people can always forgive you, but you have to quit 
be in a shit bag first before they can forgive you. And then, not always, sometimes folks can forgive you before you stop being a shit bag. But man, it sure does make it a lot easier when you quit being a shit bag and you, and you let the person, you show them that you have a heart and it allows them to open up and see that it's okay to have a heart too and be nice to you and they forgive you a little bit. But, I would say mostly let that man see his child, man. Let him see his child. If he's not, if he's not hurting, hurting anything or hurting anybody or he's not in immediate danger to the child, let him see that child. Listen, I appreciate you guys for listening, man. I appreciate your time and energy. You know what to do. Have a blessed one. Stay safe.